Now joined by Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster online at theforecaster.net. My God, Michael, I just wish we had something to talk about today. I wish we had some topics to discuss, some some things that yep. we could we could go over. So we don't bore everybody, you that know. That was the case. I know. We just have to make something up, I suppose. Yeah, that's a good... We do that all the time. <laughs> what are you talking about? all the time. Yeah, yeah just, that's not new. <laughs> oh, boy. I wish stuff like this was made up. Um, yeah, th- 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 uh, not a Not a great time right now uh, down in South Portland. Um, you know, we, we've seen some forfeits this year for, for different reasons, injuries and whatnot. Um, player safety being cited is the reason, uh, uh, this game this week is, is, uh, is not happening between South Portland and Bonnie Eagle, South Portland athletic, uh, director, Todd Livingston, uh, released a statement earlier today, you know, stating that, you know, the, the team would be forfeiting the game. Um, you know, we, we went over this a, a little bit. We, we talked about some of the situations. There's a lot going on in South Portland right now, Michael. What, uh, what's your take on all this? Well, I mean, you're absolutely right. And, and first of all, kudos to you, Maddie. I mean, you went on this story probably before anybody else. And, uh, you know, the first, thing I, first time I heard about any rumblings of this being a possibility was on NBR. So well, thank you. you. Thank you so much, Michael. Like that, and, that's, and as I tell people all the time, like, oh, NBR is a forum. Like, I don't care what the side is. Come on with the story. And then whoever on the other side is can come on with it, too. Like, that's, that's how it is. And I'm glad yeah, it's well. – I'm glad it – I'm sad that it came to fruition, but I'm, I'm glad right. that we continue to – Michael, that uh, that was nice. You, you said it just the way Maddie wrote it up for yeah, you. Yeah, it was really good. good. I will <laughs> I will put that. Yeah, this All this right, message uh, was authorized and paid for by the candidate. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's H-O-F-F-E-R for the check. Uh, <laughs> Two Fs. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I mean in all seriousness, uh, that uh, that's why people go to these sites, and uh, that's why NBR's you got eyeballs for so long, and uh, you know I certainly uh, still go there. But I mean that's where I first heard about it. Uh, certainly, you know, it's an unfortunate story on all sides. This isn't good for Bonnie Eagle either. I mean, here they were preparing to play a game, and now they get an extra week of rest, which I don't think they were necessarily looking forward to in this kind of scenario. Uh, but, you know, the South Portland program, it's, it's certainly at a crossroads right now, and uh, it's certainly concerning, uh, first of all, that, that the numbers are what they are, uh, the injury situation, and then, uh, you know, we're, we're hearing different things about what the, what the reason for this is, and, you know, I'm not going to... Uh, perpetuate any rumors or anything like that. Cause I don't know much more than anybody right. else. Uh, to be perfectly honest, it's just you know, like I'm saying, it's it's an unfortunate thing. This was once upon a time. This was the state's flagship program not too long ago. That's right. And and it's sad to see them at, at this level. And you know, and it brings up a bigger point to me. And I know this is kind of a side rant here, but you know, why are one and seven teams in the playoffs? It's just it's absurd to me. There is no reason why six out of seven teams should be going to the playoffs from a north and a south. There should be a 14-team league. The top eight teams go. It's one region, and then you play quarterfinal, semifinal, state final. To me, it's absurd to have a one in seven team in the playoffs. Nothing good's going to come of it. For the higher seeds, you're trying to get out of it in one piece, and you're trying to be somewhat sportsmanlike. And from the lower to the lower seed, I mean, you're you're basically taking a beating. So to me, it's just I, I don't like it. I don't think it's a good thing. I don't think it's a good thing for anybody. And I hope it's something that's looked at down the road. You know, once in a hundred games, you might have an upset, but it's so infrequent uh, that I just, I just don't think it's a good thing. I, you know, I, I agree with you on that point. I think, uh, you know, like I look at a, I, t- I look at a team like Poland. You know, Poland's going to go down and face Wells. You know, I mean, Spencer Emerson's going to coach his uh, coach his kids. They're going to go down there. They're going to do everything they can. But you know, and and they're going to gain some good playoff experience from that. But you know, in the in the A's sp- specifically, like. You know the one and seven, the two and eight teams. Like, d- does Bangor really need to make the trip down to Chevrus? 
You know what I mean? Oh. Like that—that's not a—that's not an easy matchup for them. They're still a rebuilding program. This is, and and they're gonna go back and be like, "Oh, we made the playoffs last year. You won one game, and you you beat the team that that didn't win a game this year. That's why you're in." Yes. Um, you know, it's taken me everyone to get a trophy mindset to a, to an extreme, and I just, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I just don't think it's good for anybody, and and I think it could be done better. I think we'd have more compelling playoff games if you went to the top eight with no uh, north and south. I just think it would be better all around. Talking with Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster and the Forecaster.net. You can find him on Twitter, F O R E Sports. Weather has wreaked havoc uh, with with uh, with softball and field hockey and all sorts of stuff this week. Let's kind of recap where we're at in that. Well, it's it's kind of a moving thing, kind of like this weather front that's coming in on Saturday. <laughs> that, uh, that everyone seems to think is the you know the perfect storm here. I you know I'm seeing schools right and left postponing their or moving their games from Saturday up to tomorrow, you know, I thought I had a nice little Saturday laid out where I was going to get to several games, but looks like everything's going to get crammed into tomorrow, and I suppose it's possible a few a few teams might try to play Saturday and wind up postponing the Monday. I do know one thing that's going to happen no matter what on Saturday, and that's the Class A Volleyball State Final indoors. That's going to be uh, and Gorham. They're playing that at Marshall High School, and uh, I wasn't planning on covering that, but the way things are going, it might be the only high school event uh, that goes off on Saturday, so if that is the case, then I will be there. Uh, but it's you know it's certainly uh, not ideal. We've had a pretty good fall weather-wise, but yeah. the last week or two we've had rain uh, kind of wreaking havoc a little bit, moving games around, and it's just you know, it's par for the course around here. Uh, you know, hopefully next week will be better, and you know, we're getting down to the end. So you know, it's supposed to be the state games for field hockey on Saturday outdoors up in Bangor. I don't know what's going to happen with that if they can't play Saturday. You know, will they push it back to the next weekend? Will they move games down here or scatter them around? I think there's just a lot of unknowns. You know, the soccer, you can move from Saturday to Friday or to Monday. And uh, that's only the semifinal round, so that's not as urgent. Uh, you know, I think football, there, there weren't a lot of games scheduled for Saturday. I think probably more for Friday night. So, you know, chances are you could go Friday in most cases, but there might be a few teams playing in sloppy conditions, which we've seen before, too. So uh, stay tuned, but it's, uh, it's certainly not going to be a lot of fun to be outside on Saturday if anyone has to be. Well, we're very excited because the Lewis and Edward Little game got moved to Friday night, and I, go. I am not going out of my way to find another game on Saturday. I've, I've just, I, I've decided that we don't need to do that. Like, no, I don't think so either. You know, like I said, there's a couple more weeks of football coming up still. So yeah, in in some of it may be a little, little tiny bit more competitive. So you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just gonna hang out and go from there. There'll be some good matchups this weekend. Things I'm looking forward to. Anything you know, you know, looking around. Anything that that does look compelling to you, uh, high school football playoff wise this weekend? I'd say if anything, uh, you know, there's a few B South, C South matchups that I think are compelling. You know, Greeley's uh, the four seed and Biddeford's the five in Class B South. And just a few weeks ago, Biddeford came to Cumberland and, and beat Greeley handily. Uh, so I'm curious to see if Greeley can close that gap. Uh, they've been known to spring play a quarterfinal round upset the last couple of years, uh, including last year when they beat Biddeford 7 nothing in this round. I think it might be a little bit too tall of a task this time. But Greeley's really banged up, and they have small numbers to begin with. Uh, but they'll give their all. And, and I think Biddeford's a team that feels like they could make some noise if they can get through this round. Uh, Falmouth, uh, they're the three seed. They've got Noble. And, of course, Noble's been a great story all year. Uh, really a return to prominence for that program. Uh, so and found that the teams didn't play this year, so it's a little bit of an unknown. I do think if Falmouth plays its game, they're going to be very tough. And uh, they're another team that could uh, cause uh, cause havoc for uh, Marshwood if they play in the semifinals next week. And then in South, you got Cape Elizabeth, this team that I just can't you know make heads or tails out of. You know, here they were at 1-3 at one point. They had three straight losses for the first time in 13 years. 
Uh, they turn around, they finish 4-4 four and four after really a miraculous win at Yarmouth the other night in the finale. Uh, they're down uh, 28-21, the last play of the game. They throw it in the end zone, hits a Yarmouth player's helmet, gets caught for a touchdown, uh, and then they're going to go for the game, tying extra point. Yarmouth calls timeout to freeze the kicker. Coach Aaron Filio decides to go for two, and uh, they throw another pass under duress that gets caught, and they get out of the yard for the victory. So, so they're going into the playoffs on a high note. They're going to host York. They handled York pretty handily in the regular season. If they win that game, chances are they go to Levitt for the semis, and the Levitt already won at Cape Elizabeth pretty big in the regular season. So I just don't know what to make of this Capers team. They were in the state game last year. They have a lot of pride. I think when they're clicking, they can beat anybody, but they just haven't been able to put that 48-minute game together. And if they can somehow find a way to do it now, they're going to be very tough. Talk about Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and theforecaster.net here on the Beelis Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBA Radio Network on a Thursday. Michael, going back to field hockey, um, you know, there's a three classifications and they were going to play all on the same day. They like that format. Are, are you hearing that they're going to try to move the whole thing to Friday night? No, I, 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 I was at the regional finals yesterday, and all kinds of you know possibilities were getting bandied about. Most of them by people like me that have no clue. Uh, but you know, you know, there is a possibility that if it, if they do have to play them during the week next week, they wouldn't play them all up in Bangor. Maybe they'd scatter some sure. around the state. I just you know, I don't take don't take anything I'm saying as gospel here. We'll wait for the NPA to make an announcement. And it's and it's also possible that they would just push everything back to the next weekend. Problem is, that's the weekend you have the soccer state finals. And if cross country can't have their state meet this weekend, they'll probably push their meet back to the next week. So, you know, a lot of a lot of moving parts here, and I think we'll find out a lot more over the next 24 hours what the plan is. But you know, Mother Nature always wins. That's the one thing that uh, that we're sure of. Of course, they used to be that way. The the field hockey they were all different sites. Yeah, they they and they, and they have been as long as I've been doing this. I yeah. think that's the first choice is to keep everything. You know, they love to have three games at one site, and and fans tend to enjoy it too. Um, you know, you got the then there's several teams from, you know, the central part of the state or northern part of the state, like, you know, Gardner, Skowhegan, that would probably just assume play in Bangor than play down here. So I'm guessing this is a year for the northern site to host, so they're going to do everything they can sure. to keep everything up that yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking about Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and theforecaster.net. Um, you know, they, they've talked about reclassification. Do you, you know, last year, you know, we, we were all talking, uh, it, it was, you know, I think the, the North won one out of the four games, and then, you know, it seems to happen every year. Um, if, if there's, if we see some some heavily one-sided uh, state title matchups this year, um, what do you, th- do you think they're going to maybe, I know they're, they're talking, you know, eight-man football, all this other stuff, uh, developmental football in, in some places. What, what are you thinking high school football, the state championship will look like in 2019 as opposed to 2018? Well, I, I don't sense that there's a big push to change that necessarily. I think the biggest concern right now for the committee and the sport as a whole is the eight-man thing, is, you know, our program's going to be able to survive and have enough numbers to compete. And, you know, competitive balance is always a concern. Uh, you know, that's, and, and that's always going to be an issue. There's always going to be lopsided games, but you don't want to have the majority of them be like that. So I think, you know, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. You know, I'm glad I'm not on that committee. I'm, I imagine that's pretty much a full-time job with all the things they need to concern themselves with. I mean, the one thing that I would really like to see changed is the rant I went on earlier where Class A, to me, if there's only 14 teams, you shouldn't have two regions. Let's just have one 14-team region, eight teams make the playoffs and go from there. I think you'd have some, like, some great playoff matchups, and you'd conceivably have a fantastic state final 
you know, last year you would have had Scarborough TA. You could have Scarborough TA this year, and that's taken nothing away from Portland and Oxford Hill. Um, and if you know, and if they win their way to that game, they would deserve to be there. But I think you know, ultimately, you want the two best teams, and you want good matchups, and we haven't had that, and I'm not sure we're going to have that this year. We'll see. Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster. Find him online at theforecaster.net. Uh, Monday Night Football this week for the Patriots. Yeah. I feel like you're going to pick a Patriots win this week, but I <laughs> don't want to get like overconfident here. No, you know, I, even I would have a hard time saying that they're going to lose this game, <clears throat> which means they probably will. Um, I just, I, th- th- there's, there's no excuse not to go in there and win easily. Of course, there was no excuse for some of the things we saw in Chicago last week either. But, you know, they're finding a way to win. I'd really, you know, for my blood pressure and my heart, it would be great if they would just come out and win 7 You know, have it be 35 nothing at halftime. I would love a game like that. I think that would be wonderful. Uh, I don't know if this team has it in them. Uh, I'm sure Buffalo, that their fans will be fired up. I think that's fair to say. We all know why. And hopefully nothing gets thrown onto the field this year. And, uh, you know, hopefully the Pats take care of business early. I'm, I'm thinking they'll win comfortably, but I don't think it'll be an absolute blowout. I'm thinking two, three touchdowns. And, you know, again, if they... I just like to see them play better. Still, way too many turnovers. Uh, still, way too many mental mistakes. And here we are, nearly at the midway point. But you know, they're very much uh, in the, not in the driver's seat, but close to the driver's seat for home field advantage. So it's hard to complain too much. Michael Hoffer from the Forecaster online at theforecaster.net. Follow him on Twitter, F O R E Sports. He'll be all over the place for the next couple of days, dodging raindrops to get you the news. So there you go. That's the plan. All right, Michael. Thank All you right. very much, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Have a good Take care, week. Michael. Thank you. That was Michael Hoffer from The Forecaster and theforecaster.net here on the Beelist Daily from the... Sp- uh, I'm, I would be shocked would be the best word that I could come up with for the MT, MPA to do a one-team, you know, one-division Class A, 14 teams take the top eight. Uh, they have been into East, West, North, South. You know, it's changed over time. Um <clears throat> So that you don't have a dominance of one region and whatever. And, yeah. And, so and that's worked out great, obviously. Yeah. Well, if they make it one thing, then you're never gonna see these uh, North teams. They, they wouldn't be North anymore. Well, but you, I bet the that the programs level off and and whatever. Um, you know, I used to be able to say one of the reasons that the South was so strong is their enrollments were so much bigger. And they still are bigger, mm-hmm. but you look at at uh, Bonnie Eagle and and because uh, they're in the south. But you you look at Oxford Hills; their enrollment's pretty decent. Bangor's enrollment's dropped tremendously, but they're still. I think TA is the biggest school. We've been through this, right? Then yeah. Lewiston, and then uh, I think it's Bonnie Eagle, and then Oxford Hills, something yeah. like that. Um, so it's pretty even. Yeah, it's a hard one though because as Maddie said. We, I'm not. I'm not downing Oxford Hills, but to have a TA Scarborough final, you you probably would get the two best teams in Class A, and they play each other. Well, so, well I mean, look at look at last year's. You look at last year's uh, situation where TA played Scarborough, and then you saw TA, uh, and then you saw Scarborough play uh, Wyndham, right? Yeah. Well, you well, know? I can give you cost cost B as an example. I've talked to Walk a couple times. You know, Scott Higgins number one in the heel points. They're five and three, I believe it is. But you know, they squeak by. They beat Coney by one point. They, you know, and they've done enough to maintain first, mainly because the other teams have beaten each other and haven't gotten enough heel points. But honestly, when we were up there that day to 
to scout out the maybe location to do a game, right. they were telling us they they thought they'd be lucky lucky to be five hundred. Oh yeah, they were t- they, they were they, they were, were basically they, they were oh, they were basically telling us yeah we'll probably be two and six. Yeah, they said and if we don't win this first game, we, we could may be not two win and another. Six. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and they're like, oh, we might not win another one. Really? We were going, I, wow. I didn't. And so, to looking at Kennebunk and Marshwood are clearly the teams to beat in Class B statewide, and I think we I think we're unfortunately going to be into the same thing if Coney or Brunswick upsets Skowhegan and gets into the final. I think it's going to be the same thing with Coney playing their home game at Lewiston. Yeah, no, that's right. Did you did you hear that? Yeah, Coney High School is yeah. playing their, their football game, the playoff game. Coney, it's Lewiston. been a rough time for the mm-hmm. Coney football field, uh, the Coney uh, sport athletic fields. The softball field got torn up last year because some moron decided to go out and do uh, cookies and whatever. do cookies in the in the in the uh, uh, outfield, and then you I, know just I do think that's an issue that I I think. The MPA is going to have to address because I don't think it's just going to be in Class A anymore. You know whether or not it, it's evened up. We mm-hmm. I, we've seen this is I think this is going to be the this is going to be the third year maybe that the the northern teams have had trouble winning in football. I, I got to be honest with you, I haven't paid attention to. It's been what, the last what the. <sighs> What the I want to say about the last decade. Yeah, well, yeah. But I mean, well, you Portland, also. I was trying to be nice. You Bangor. also. You also need to remember that just because I say a team is from the north doesn't necessarily mean they're actually from the north. From the north. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. you know, Portland, Portland. is Portland really a north? Right. Is Wyndham a north team? You know, not really. Right. Not really. Uh, well, I think one of the things that has hurt. The North also is um, E.L. and Lewiston. Um, you know, normally you would figure that they would be as good as anybody. And for whatever reason, and I don't have the answer, they haven't been. I think if they had if they had been what we've always seen from them, you know, you would expect that they would be one of the teams to beat every year. Mm-hmm. Bangor. Chevrolet. Who they, would have they ever figured off. that Bangor would be? Oh yeah, we talked about this five that it, years it of flopped. just horrible. Yeah, Bangor used to be really, really good. Chevrolet was the top team. Chevrolet Thornton Academy was the matchup, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. Right, a couple years ago, and everybody wanted the private schools. Yeah, you, what would a private school league look like right now? TA and Chevrolet. What do we? What do we got going on? What? What? What would a private school league look like? I mean, everybody. Yeah. I, I hear that all the time. Well, the privates need to get together. <laughs> Okay. There aren't enough of them. Where, where are you putting Thornton Academy and Chevrolet? Like, what what are the other ones? You gonna, Okay, so Thornton Academy, she- MCI, <laughs> Foxcroft. Yeah, St. Dom's, but St. Dom's, Dom's doesn't, doesn't even football. have a football team. They've yeah, got a player football. that plays for Lisbon. You know? <laughs> Washington um, Academy, Lincoln Academy. Yeah. Lincoln Academy doesn't play football. Okay, so there you go. That's, I, I'm just, I'm naming, I, you know. What I do you got mean? one. Oxford Hills Christian Academy. Oxford Hills Christian Academy. There I don't think go. they've got a football oh, we got team. A ton of, <laughs> yeah. That we got flag. a ton They of got those. a flag team. Come you on. know what? I'm going to take. I, if that's the case, I'm going to hire a Wing to coach it, and then I'm going to bring him around, and we're just going to make Oxford Hills Christian Academy like the new, the like, new thing. It'll yeah. be like the new program. You know what I mean? Right. You right. know. God, oh, Matty, I was going to ask you what's what's your state game prediction? My state game prediction: uh, Thornton Academy will will win over. Yeah. Portland, probably. Probably Portland. But Might be Oxford Hills. The we reason hope, we and, could hope for Oxford Hills. The reason I say that is not because I think 
Portland is necessarily a better team than Oxford Hills. They just know what they're doing in playoffs. There's two things that they have. One, they have a ton of playoff experience. Right. And two, they're going to be at home. Mm. And I just don't ever trust that the breaks are going to go Oxford Hills way when they have to, you yeah. know. I mean, we've seen... It's tough to get calls at home and on the road, we, you know. Yeah, it's Oxford Hills versus right, the and world. It's Oxford Hills versus the world, typically. We've gone over that, yeah. But I don't know, we've seen more things go Oxford Hills way this, this has been year. a great year yeah no question about that still have the oxford hills injury curse yep but because emerson brown he's out austin dowdy is out slicer's out slicer's out that's it's bad but what about what about uh in class b uh kennebunk beat marshwood right yeah so I would, I'm going to say one of those two teams. I, we just went through that. C, um, Freiburg beat Levitt. That that's going to be interesting because they're both in the in the south, and but, they're uh, and they're both at home this weekend too. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't count out Levitt on a rematch for that. I, so I wouldn't I think, either. I think they learned a lot in that game. I think it'd be Levitt. I don't know. Is it Winslow? Who's in the north now? Uh, uh, Herman, I think, is the team up Herman there. Herman and MCI. Herman and MCI. Probably MCI. Well, you know, if MCI is not playing in the private tournament, you know, they can. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know. Yeah. You, you know. Uh, Class D, it's going to be Wells, I'm going to mm-hmm. say. I don't. Maybe. I mean, Foscroft's a team from the north, but Wells has just got it rolling. You yeah. see. So, you know how J.J. Worcester, were you there against Wyndham? He was. Yeah, he was getting carries because, so Emerson is done. So Parker, and then it would have been Colby Van Decker, but he's not with the team right now. Nice, uh, Luchka. Good time we'll for get that. Some carries, right? Yeah, I mean, from we, not but, from the running back spot, but no. yeah, uh, jet sweep and whatever. So pretty much, you got Parker and JJ, and they're both doing other things on both sides of the ball. So. That's the only thing I'm scared about. Like, who else could you, yeah, put back there? Because Cam was Cam Slicer was on the depth chart as also a running back. He he would, you know, in the past couple of years he's been running out of that spot a little bit. And Alex Turner, but Alex, they need him other places on offense. Probably not going to find somebody this time of year. Yeah, they, they've yeah. already found them. If there's somebody, right? It's yeah. it's got to be JJ and and Parker. Yeah, but yeah, Emerson. Yeah, he's. He's got problems with his ankle and his hip again. He's already had two surgeries, I think, bad. on the ankle and Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's But again, bad. I, I think I think the growing pains that we're seeing well it's not growing pains, it's <laughs> deduction pains are not gonna just affect football. I I think it's gonna affect the others. Uh you know, what, what classification is somebody gonna be in? Um yeah, I know you only need five five people to play basketball, but I tell you what, you talk about depth and you talk about your program. Uh, there's just a lot of factors, and like I say, for for as long all the time I was in high school, Stearns High School won the championship every year. They 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 won 80 games in a row. They held the record wow. until Valley beat that won, beat the record with 81. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were unstoppable. Yeah, they were unstoppable, and and uh, now where are they? I mean. I didn't even. I have no idea. Yeah, I haven't even heard anything. 197, 197 kids. I mean, they. You know, you. Where even? Where is that? Millinocket. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think I've yeah. ever even heard. And Skank is eight miles away, and <laughs> they don't want to combine for some reason. 
So they did well, in football. You know, they did in football. Yeah. They, you know, their Skank's basketball team actually wasn't oh, bad last year. Through the years, Skank, when Ronnie Marks was there, this is before your time, but when Ronnie Marks was there, they were the team. They played a 1-2-2 zone that they pressed all over the court and then a half court, and teams couldn't score on them. I mean, it was unbelievable. Our, our basketball team played them last year in preseason, and they it was either really close or they beat us. They yeah, It really surprised I, me. It's always been a good – both Stearns and, and Skank have both been very good in basketball. Mm -hmm. But I think those issues are going to crop up in every sport. I mean, Oak Hill didn't have JV baseball. Think about it. Oak Hill, one of the premier baseball programs in the state of Maine. Until you get more kids that are of age playing sports, you're going to keep seeing this, and you're going to see mergers and yeah. all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, it's going to keep happening. You're not, you're not going to see officials? Or it's going to go to rec sports. Yep. I wonder... Uh, I wonder how the NPA would partner up with rec sports people if that happened. Hmm. That'd be so, interesting. Oh, tons of, tons of kids are already not playing for school and playing for travel teams and well, stuff. Well, think about oh, yeah. AU basketball. Yeah, that's AU bigger than high school huge, basketball. Huge. High school. If you're someone that's actually trying to go somewhere for basketball, AAU, it, high school basketball means nothing. Well, the exposure is going to be potentially greater because you're oh, traveling. Yeah. But. Yep. They, they don't. Those, it's not know. to know what a kid's allure is to play for their high school team also. For some kids, that's really big, to be able to play for the high school team. It, may, it definitely meant something for sure. me, for Oxford Hills. You know, my, sure. I, my whole family sure. has gone to Oxford Hills and Same played sports. my son. He wanted to play for his high school team. Mm -hmm. It's Abilis Daly from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR radio network. We'll see you tomorrow for a main athletic fundraising football Friday here on the B-List.